0: this is Bill and this is
1: Anastas, and we are the Uncommonwealth podcast. Make sure you're aware of our of our bad words before you listen yep. around the public. Just we'll want to throw that out there cuz we sometimes we forget to say that. We'll, uh,
0: yeah, we'll make some swears. We'll tell bad jokes. A what? lot of them are aren't are the deepest of jokes. No. That evolve. Uh, we were just talking about one of their our coveted jokes that Tom said. Yeah. Um Tom's not with us today. Uh we're back to our one two punch Our but traditional setup if you will his uh i'm jp suck my dick <laughs> still gets me <laughs> was one of the funnier things said on this podcast probably
1: like 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 you said bill it doesn't have to be clever to to, to have an impact and it does not it, it had an impact on me it'll be one of the things i remember when i'm 75 and in <laughs> in a chair with the fire next to me just smoking a pipe i guess dog at your feet future future pipe children don't call you anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just just sad and sad and, and and my body's my body's failing me and then can't and even then, poop by yourself i need, <laughs> erectile dysfunction nurse come help me wipe the fire's actually in your mind you've been in a home for the last six years just, Dementia's a bitch but one of the things that will tie me to to this earth and to the reality around me will be tom's voice yelling yelling <laughs> that that lovely phrase but you know we're we're glad to uh to dive into something that's a little different from the 3 part that we had, more modern, more glamorous, I guess, right? Would you Would you call it more glamorous? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we're, we're going to dive into the life of Grace Kelly, one of the icons of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, I guess. I've, she she hold, had a yeah. pretty, pretty big swath of impact. Yeah, and, um, big 20th century. Princess Diana before Princess Diana.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely, a little bit, for sure, but yeah, I mean, timely as we're recording on Saturday, but yesterday was International Women's Day, right? And this month is uh, Women's History Month, so timely. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I,
1: you know, we've done a couple of classic Golden Age movie stars before, and you know, I'm not the biggest kind of uh, kind of connoisseur of these
0: classic movies. And have you seen some? Are you familiar with her work? Yeah, 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 I've I've seen several. Rear Window for sure. I think I saw. To Ca- yeah, I've seen To Catch a Thief. Hmm. A couple of others. My mom loves classic movies. My dad likes them too. Actually, they right. they both are big fans of them. They stan them, if they you will. Them. And I mean, she didn't have too long of a of a filming career. Either. No, it was she really really brief. She, but she's more known just for being like her. Yeah, like a fashion icon. She's a huge fashion icon. Right. Um... And hey, anytime, uh, mo- she did anytime modeling. You get, and, anytime you get
1: a shout out from
0: Madonna. Yeah, we'll, I mean? we'll talk on, about on, that. On, yeah. Um, speaking of shout outs, I do want to shout out Brittany Kurtz at the top of this episode. She had suggested this topic. Having, She's like, did you know she owned a house in East Falls? And I was like... Have you passed? i
1: passed it before. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, definitely cool. passed it
0: before. So we'll talk about that. But yeah, shout out to Brittany. Thank you. And uh, keep kicking ass as a lawyer. Also... I don't know if you've heard the news about a PA icon that we've already covered. Episode 3, Mr. Rogers. Oh, no. What is this? Um, So it's been come to light. Not really come to light. It was out there in a biography by... I'm going to forget her name. Um, But Mr. Rogers revealed that he was bisexual. Really? Didn't we, like, reference him... Fucking everyone and everything? Yes. Well, specifically his wife, like a rabbit. But, uh. Yes.
1: Wow, so he's bisexual?
0: Yeah. Bisexual icon, Fred Rogers. Huh. Um, I will read you the quote here. Uh, if you just give me a second. I
1: can just hear the, the conservative movement's heads just exploding. I just
0: feel it. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> the book is The Good Neighbor, hmm. and in it is chronicled a conversation with Mr. Rogers. Uh, with his longtime friend, Dr. William Hirsch, who was openly gay. And according to Hirsch, Rogers concluded that he belonged somewhere in the middle when it came to sexual orientation. Rogers said that if sexuality was measured on a scale of 1 to 10, and he said, well, you know, I must be right smack in the middle because I have found women attractive and I have found men attractive. The middle of a man's sandwich. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's right. (laughs) No, that, that's um that's great yeah that, that's that's cool that he came out with that yeah um, mr
0: rogers is dope and uh my, my dude fred it's a nice addendum i guess yeah i just yeah. it's pretty big news not like it wasn't out there like it people the be biography's people... been out for years but yeah. people it got resurfaced somebody found it like was reading it and probably in, in light of the documentary that came out a lot too long ago and the tom hanks movie that's coming out uh, yeah and they uh shared it on twitter they're like holy shit look at this and people just far ran away with it i can't believe you didn't see this no i didn't see this well i mean
1: also you know pennsylvania land of the bisexuals it's one of our nicknames right i mean it is now it is now i just made that up i no, I'm it's just, canon now it's it's canon as as tom was very uh You're making
0: fun about, of me for uh, I'm I'm <laughs> 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 this is the power of a dm tom next time you run a game then you can tell Life is my game. For
1: for those that don't know, I think he meant dungeon master, which I think is a sexual thing. So, uh, oh yeah, for sure. That's what yeah. yeah, that's what he was saying. So let's uh, let's dive into the years of Grace Kelly. But before I do that, yes. I'm, I'm, I want to touch on the dungeon master thing. you? I don't know if we touched on this yet in the, on the pod. But uh, have you read that story about that like sex dungeon thing? That oh. House that
0: was listed. You sh- you showed me. The, yeah, I showed. Yeah, you, but, I haven't read the story.
1: Okay, so it's that's like. In my high school area, you know, like, like I've passed that house before. It's hilarious. We should rewind me. and yeah. explain. So like th- this was a few weeks ago, or um, maybe even a month ago actually. But there, there was a, a listing on um, like Realtor.com or something, and it was a house. It was just a typical nice colonial, you yeah, know, like a half million dollar house, really nice, nice house in a nice suburban area. And one of the, uh, I think, I think that like the like one of the descriptors was like the. It's your Fifty Shades Grey House or something like that. And it, it has a it has a full blown like sex dungeon in the basement. And there's like photos of this. Like there's like swings and oh, stuff yeah, and everything. You
0: can find them online still, I'm
1: sure. Oh yeah, it's, it's still up. And there was a uh, an interview done about with the the couple that owned the house. And it's like oh, yeah? It's, yeah, it's like this Brazilian dude who's like super handsome looking of and, course. and and like his like um his wife who's also very, very attractive and yeah. they're just they're just like a free spirited couple and they're like trying to sell the house and um I mean like you can you can easily just re- remodel it. you don't have to keep it like a sex dungeon but they they oh. chose it cuz they thought it would get some attention but there's a quote there from their neighbors being like this isn't what we're about <laughs> this isn't what we're what us Montgomery County folk are all about you know it's not right and, and like the dude was probably just really upset that he was never invited to <laughs> join their 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 dungeon fun but I was going to say he needs to get the stick out of his ass but maybe he needs to get it up his ass <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I when you see the interview and it's like these two, just like, just young handsome people, you're like, oh, of course, of course, of course, yeah, of course, like, course. yeah, let them have their fun. Who but, but speaking speaking of of young attractive people that like to have fun, um, terrible segue. But yeah, Grace not, Kelly, not your best. Let's talk about Grace Kelly. Yeah, let's talk about Grace um, Kelly. So she was born in Philly uh, at Hanneman University on November twelfth, uh, nineteen twenty nine. Also my sister's birthday. So nice, cool. Her father was John B. Kelly Sr. Mm-hmm. and her mother was Margaret Catherine Mayer, uh, M a j e r. I might be pronouncing that wrong. I think it's Maher. Maher probably because Maher. she was German. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. <clears throat> uh, her father was a three-time Olympic gold medal medalist mm-hmm. uh, f- f- for crew, so he was uh, he was. If you look at any photos of him, the most stereotypical. Uh, good old American boy you'll ever imagine just chiseled jaw jaw, straight hairline the jaw that that would just kill if you look at it For more than ten seconds, you know, and just really tall just really handsome strongly built man Yeah, and he was also very successful had a lot of money. He was a uh, The owner of of a really successful brickwork contracting company that was pretty well known on the on the whole east coast of the, the country Okay and he was a, was a name in Philly you know he, he was nominated for the 1935 mayoral, mayoral election and uh, as a Democrat and he lost actually by the, by the closest margin in the city's history and that was again in 1935 mm-hmm. uh, he was appointed by, the, by President Roosevelt actually as the uh, national director of physical fitness because again he's, a, he's an Olympian
0: right and, uh, and uh, a well-known figure and this was during World War II. Uh, I wonder he must have worked with... Touching on another older episode, uh, probably worked with Rip Angle because uh, then he he developed that game um, to help soldiers get yeah shape for yeah during World War he, II. He
1: likely he likely did, especially as the director of physical fitness. So that yeah. they would actually line up pretty well with that. Yeah, they probably um, probably knew each other. I didn't think of that, but yeah, yeah. that's a, in the Penn State episode. If you all want to go back, right. Also, side note on on Grace Kelly's family lineage. A lot of people get through in life on on just their their sheer strength and and their 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 gumption and their drive. A lot of other people get through with <laughs> a combination of that. Don't get me and wrong. No, and, and a lot of help. Yeah. And she had a lot of help. I'll just yeah. Throw yeah, it out she did. There. Her um, John Kelly's brother was Walter Kelly, so her uncle. Yeah. And he was a, a vaudeville star who made films with uh, with Metro uh, uh, Goldwyn Mayor, and uh, Paramount Pictures as well. Yep. Uh, and also uh, the brother of George Kelly, another one of her uncles, who was a Pulitzer Prize-winning uh, drama writer, uh, screenwriter, and a, and a director. So, yeah. It helps to know it people. It helps to know you people. Know, people in the, the old industry.
0: adage of, it's not what you know, it's who you know, does yeah. ring true a connections, lot. Connections, <laughs> baby. Connections. Yeah. I wish I had them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's also...
1: Like super, really impressive connections. It's not just like yeah, no, you know, it's the secretary, like, or you know, like no, like she, she like knew a director, people like you know, was related to people, yeah. Uh, and well, and also, her dad was a people, and her dad was a people too. Uh, her mother uh, Margaret, she was um, uh, of German descent. So uh, John mm-hmm. was uh, was of Irish descent, right? Uh, and her parents were German. Margaret, uh, she was she was a physical fitness person as well too. She right. she she taught uh, physical education at Penn. And she was actually the first woman to uh, to coach women's athletics there as well, which nice. is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and she was she was a model, so she had some experience. She had some connections mm-hmm. in the modeling industry back in the twenties. Um, and she was a model before she married John. That was in nineteen twenty four. Um, so Grace Grace attended Ravenhill Academy, which isn't there any longer. Um, it was actually sold in nineteen eighty two, so it was there for a while. But okay. Anyway, it was it was a prestigious Catholic uh, all girls school. She, while she was there, she would model school fashions, um, and in, she had her first kind of taste of, of the acting life. Right. Uh, in 1942, she played the lead in a, in, a, in a play called Don't Feed the Animals, which I frankly had never heard of. I've it. never I don't heard of. There's so many plays out there. Yeah, I don't know, if, but I don't know if it's of any significance, but she, she played the lead there. And uh, after that, she attended Stevens School for the equivalent of high school, I guess, uh, which was a socially prominent private institution in uh, Chestnut Hill. Oh, right up the uh, road from which, me. Right up the road from me, and it's a little up the road of... Um, the Falls Yeah What's it called yeah. East What's, Falls East Falls Thank you uh, Where their house is
0: Yeah I live Like for, for the audience of House knows And those of you who have been But I live in Maniunk And it's adjacent to Both Chestnut Hill And East Falls East yeah. Falls There's a little tri- And Roxborough yeah. um, But there's a little area Kind of Kind of triangular area yeah. Out there that Is part of the city but it's on the outward fringes of the city right. um, And for all of you who say Manioc's not in the city, fuck you, pay my city taxes Then dicks <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: it's also a, a really Like, deep, deeply Irish Connected area, too for sure, in Manioc,
0: and these Falls, yeah. and in Roxborough so. Manioc means place to drink Yes, a lot, in, a lot of fun bars Lenape.
1: Lenape, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of fun bars <laughs> but, but while she was at Stephen's school uh, she, she continued to act and, and she actually did dancing as well there uh, and funny enough in her, uh, in her yearbook, she wrote, uh, she listed Ingrid Bergman as her favorite actress mm-hmm. and she won one of those, um, one of those, uh, awards where people say, you know, the be- the best smile yeah. or best, whatever superlatives, superlatives. Thank you. That's what it is. Uh, the most likely to become a film star or something. I was like that. most likely to lose my hair. Were you really? No. Oh, I was going to say that. That's yeah. We didn't do them.
0: Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't not know, many I places do anymore. Do, kind of shitty, mm. but most likely become a movie star. Nice. Well,
1: yeah. she proved that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as as a note, she wasn't a great, you know, school school book reader. Whatnot. Uh, she <laughs> yeah. she was actually rejected from uh, Bennington College in July of uh, 1947. Uh. I, I wrote in the notes due to her ass math grades, but all the research says she just didn't have very strong math grades. But I like the I phrase mean, ass yeah. as like a bad thing. Cause he does it all the time. Very amusing. Yeah, I see. Oh, that's ass. That's
0: ass. It's always his.
1: But because, because of her, um, it makes me think like what if she got in, would she not have gone on acting? We don't know. Who knows? Like she, may have, she, she may have just, like, you Could know. have been
0: something, different. maybe pursued acting there. Yeah. Or we don't know. Writing, you know, or teaching, you know, who knows? Yeah. Politics? Um, well maybe physical fitness like
1: like her parents like yeah. who knows not yeah. but she ended up going into the uh, the acting side of of life and uh, do you want to touch on that uh, yeah. on that part of her life
0: so she auditioned for the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York and she actually used a scene from her uncle George Kelly's The Torchbearers mm-hmm. uh, which came out uh, was probably written and came out in 1923 well probably was written over a number of years right <laughs> that's how that usually works but. Um, and although the school had already met its semester quota, she was admitted through George's influence, which... There you go. There it is. <laughs> bing, bing. That's that, th- number one. It's a form of good nepotism. Yes. F- for her. And, and, you know, we'll we'll get it. Her father actually didn't approve, and he was quoted as saying, acting was a slim cut above Streetwalker. Yep. Yep. Which is... Goddamn, dad. Yeah. That's, that's... What the m- fuck? Mean. It was it with PA icons, and their dad's just not getting it. Same happened with Jimmy Stewart. And, and Andy Warhol, too. And Andy Warhol, to a degree. To a but, degree. To a degree. Yeah. Um, well, he looks silly. <laughs> yeah, right? All three of their dads look silly. <laughs> of course, Jimmy Stewart loved his dad. Yeah, that's true. But she did make her Broadway debut in Strindberg's The Father, and she played alongside Raymond Massey and she also performed as Tracy Lord in the Philadelphia story when she was only 19. Mm-hmm. And
1: her performances
0: in The Father uh, were really important for her
1: cuz it, it kind of became a like, like a like a like a launching pad for her. a lot right. of, a lot of people made uh, made reference to that as being a reason why she kept getting the other connections. Right. Obviously she got a good connection through her her through her family, but yeah. her performances did
0: catch catch an eye. It's like Sofia Coppola, like she's a bad actress, she got into the business because of her dad mm. but then she's a fantastic director yeah exactly so yeah you know, sometimes it works out <laughs> she got the role of Bethel Meriday in a tv ab- adaptation of the Sinclair Lewis novel of the same name um,
1: yeah uh, it, oh, it was it's, Be- it's Bethel, Bethel it Meriday it's it's eponymous yeah thank you that's the, that's the word it's it's hard to write these things out man. <laughs>
0: eponymous I, I love that word Hippoponymous. no might we don't make Big Daddy references here. <laughs> Get your Adam Sandler and walk out of your own home, you piece of garbage. What's wrong with you? People don't like this. <laughs> walk
1: out of your own home. I like that. <laughs> but she she did a lot of, a lot of TV stuff. Though,
0: yeah, she did stuff. like nearly sixty live television programs, and I believe at the end near the end of her career, like around a hundred live TV plays, which mm-hmm. are different, right? But her first major picture ro- picture role, <laughs> piction. That's a thing now. We're not taking it out. No, it's this. I'm stupid. There you go. Everyone (laughs) needs to know.
1: This happens every four lines (laughs) for both of
0: us. (laughs) Her first major picture role was in 1951's 14 Hours, and it was produced by 20th Century Fox and directed by Henry Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Um, Hathaway was impressed by her work in The Father on Broadway and gave her a small role. Paul Douglas, who starred in the film, said in two senses that she did not have a bad side. You could film her from any angle, and she was one of the most untemperamental, cooperative people in the business. I just have to point out, like, oh, she's really beautiful, and she didn't talk back. Oh, she's that's, amazing. That's exactly right? what, yeah. Uh,
1: but, well, but, that was the time, I guess. I,
0: I do know other people talk about, she just had, like, the most even temper out of anyone right. you ever met. Like, she was just grace personified, which is funny because that's also her name. Mm-hmm. But, she was just totally elegance and class. But it is also, like, a what? shitty compliment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Following the release of 14 Hours," uh, the Grace Kelly Fan Club was established, and it became popular all over the U.S. and local chapters sprung up and attracted a bunch of different members. And she actually referred to her fan club as "terrifically amusing,"
1: which is really interesting because it's a she had a small role, right? And she, yeah, she had other other roles uh, and at, at the stage level and on Broadway and whatnot, but. But it's not like uh, fan clubs, you yeah. Know, like the, those classic fifties. yeah. Like little fan clubs. Now they people have like just a, stand. Now you have Facebook groups. Y-
0: yeah, actually, <laughs> and Twitter hordes. Yeah. But yeah, um, back then it was totally different. You had like presidents of the fan club and right. stuff. I mean, I'm part of a McElroy brother Facebook page. Oh you yeah, are as, too. That's my yeah. Which is but it's hilarious.
1: I um, just it's just really funny how the fifties just. Were you know yeah I mean, yeah the fifties
0: were a weird time yeah. weird weird time too much money not too enough much to communism do, not, not not enough to do other than be racist and sexist we
1: we beat the Germans now now we're just now we're just gonna reap our benefits and try to fight the
0: commies yeah and uh and suppress freedoms at and, home and uh yes and do that I'm just saying the atomic age be sexist everyone's called anti LGBTQ uh, homophobic would be the word yeah yeah well, um i guess anyway, anyway i'm
1: glad I, i'm glad i didn't I, I didn't grow up in the 50s same Especially with, well, eight, with, with
0: being a foreigner I, yeah you would have, have been in trouble i would have been, been good fine yeah big you would have been fine white with the last name of peterson spelled wrong though hey fuck you <laughs> everyone else spells it wrong Danes are cool anyway uh. we conquered we take things we're viking she was offered a role by producer Stanley Kramer in Fred Zinneman's High Noon. And she would co-star opposite Gary Cooper, hmm. who I think most people know who Gary Cooper is, right? Yeah. You've heard he of Gary was, Cooper. He was mentioned in the Jamie um, uh, Stewart episode. Yeah. He? yeah. He's, he's a star of the silver screen. Right. He's, he comes up in songs. I'm trying to think of the. I'm not going to sing it because I know you get mad. I'm not going to get no. what, what, what I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Just sing it, if you Super know it. Duper. It's Putting on the Ritz. Remember Putting on the Ritz? Gary Cooper yeah, comes in and yeah. uh, comes up in it. Okay. Yeah. Everybody go listen to Putting on the Ritz or I'll fucking unfollow you. <laughs> it's not how this works, but I'll do it. I'll find you. I'll fo- unfollow you. <laughs> I'll follow you just to unfollow you. Yeah, I'll make good on my threat. Listen to Gary Cooper or Putting on the Ritz. So anyway, <laughs> um, High Noon was a Western and it was set in a historic old mining town in Columbia, California. And she played the lead character's wife. It won four Academy Awards and is considered one of the best films in American cinema. And biographer H. Ho- Hoagland, I believe it's pronounced, yeah. um, stated about Kelly's acting in the film: Miss Kelly's acting did not excite the critics or live up to her own expectations. Yeah, and and Hitchcock
1: also like kind of doubled down on it. And yeah, they,
0: they, they had a pretty strong work relationship. With yeah, they, on, they were, which is amazing because he and Tippi Hedren did not. And we'll talk. Yeah. About, I'm. I want to talk about that. We're He's, gonna just talk. He's just a dick. He's a nice person. Hitchcock was horrible. Person. He threw dead birds at her. <laughs> and the li- and live ones. Like, she got all cut up and shit. This is Tippy Hedren of The Birds. The Birds, yeah. And when she, like, complained, he was like, you'll never work in this town again. And you know what? She didn't until he died. Yeah. He fucking blacklisted her. <laughs> fucking blackballed her. Piece of shit. Yeah. These movies are amazing, though.
1: Yes, they are. Fuck. Well, he... It, and God like, damn it!
0: Why are geniuses
1: assholes? To, to to pile on the the dickishness of him, he he described her as rather mousy. Is yeah. Her performance specifically, and that she didn't have enough emotion. It was it lacked a lot of like animation, and it was very cold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's just not he's not a good guy. But I mean, no, nah, he was a it, dick. It was probably one of the one of the most important works of her career. For it, sure. Because it kind
0: of gave her motivation
1: to get better in terms of. Actual acting prowess, I guess. Right.
0: She went off to New York and took acting lessons, like private acting lessons, to get better and with the goal of becoming a serious actress. Mm-hmm. And during her time in New York, she performed in a few theater dramas, TV serials, and a couple TV plays as well. Right. And in the spring of '52, Kelly screen tested for the film Taxi. Uh, director John Ford had noticed her in a 1950 screen test. And actually had his studio fly her to L.A. to audition for it in September of 52. So, Ford said, she deplayed, de- deplayed. Ford said she displayed breeding quality and class. And was given the role in a seven-year contract at a salary of $850 a week. Which was, like, pretty low for the time for a studio contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still pretty high in general at, in the 50s. Yeah. For a, per week. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For,
1: Inger Bergman was going to make way more than that. But. Right. To, to be fair, like...
0: So it's low. Yeah. She probably deserved... She she deserved more. Right. She's still kind of unproven as...
1: Yeah. Yeah. On She the only screen. really had...
0: And, again, in terms
1: of provenness... It was proven, high noon.
0: High noon and, and... Which was not getting great reviews. Right. So...
1: Well, it, it, her performance... Her performance wasn't was getting great reviews.
0: Yeah. Right. The right. movie was. Yeah, there's that, I guess. Uh, which... I feel like a dick because thats I'm sure that's the things they said. Right, right. But now I'm just trying to look at it from the business perspective. Right. From her side, it's bullshit. She, she deserves more and money. And
1: she also got... I mean, she does, but she also uh, got some other perks as well she as did, part of that. She
0: only agreed to it with two conditions. Uh, one out of every two years, she had time off to work in New, in New York in the theater. Good old Broadway. And she could live in New York City at her residence in Manhattan House 200 East 66th Street, and it's now a landmark, actually. I wonder if that meant did they pay for that, or I wonder if that's what that meant. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they paid for it. I doubt it. I think it was just that she wasn't going to live in L.A. Right. Um, cool. She's an East Coast girl. She yeah. liked the East Coast. Yeah, take that, LeBron. Yeah.
1: Fuck you, man. En- enjoy your not-playoffs this year. <laughs> yeah. The, the f-
0: fucking Sixers lost again last night. I know, whatever. Embiid needs to get healthy. He should play tomorrow night, I think, Is he playing tomorrow night? I think so. Good. Anyway, so so
1: this contract started and she began to pump out some roles, right? Yeah,
0: so she went on to perform in the movie Mogambo, Mm -hmm. and she took over the role role from Gene Tierney, um, who had to drop out due to personal reasons. Gene Tierney is also a pretty big star. And Kelly told columnist Hedda Hopper, Mogambo had three things that interest me, John Ford, Clark Gable and a trip to Africa with expenses paid. If Mogambo had been in been made in Arizona, I wouldn't have done it, <laughs> which is amazing. That's pretty funny. She wanted because she wanted to work with John Ford, who was a brilliant director. Clark Gable, brilliant actor and super handsome. And then she just wanted to go to Africa. Like that's amazing. Um, I know the wardrobe for Mogambo was something that was different for the time, as in it was a lot of this plays into her being a fashion icon right uh it was all safari outfits so they didn't do like any feminine clothing so it was just like the fucking big hats the pit yeah hats the pith helmet were, yeah um problem i don't think they were pith helmets but well maybe who knows but that was something that was like a little out of the ordinary for that time because a lot of times they like to put her in like real elegant clothing and like
1: the big ball gowns and like, yeah.
0: when we're i don't know if you saw this when doing research with everything about each movie she did, it would there was like a full paragraph about her wardrobe in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, every time. And yeah. I didn't include
1: I didn't think it was well, it's hard to put it in an audio format. Right. As well.
0: But I would if you're interested at, yeah, in fashion Google like Google her Google go.
1: her, her images are like yeah. her, they have a lot of like studio shots of mm-hmm. not not from the play, but like while she's on set, just modeled right. while on set. A lot of those uh, we're used for like, promotional purposes or for like movie posters and whatnot. But, I mean, it's just straight up just modeling with like ball gowns and stuff. That's exactly and what it is.
0: And she was always known for wearing gloves. She loved white gloves. gloves. White, white, gloves. white gloves, yeah. You know white, why? The white glove lady. You know what? why? Why? She never got dirty. White gloves why? are... You don't, to
1: use any, you don't have to use your hands for anything. Yeah. Yeah. People How are do doing shit French fries With fork. a fork. <laughs> they don't have french fries. Yeah, only we do. <laughs>
0: The Burger King <laughs> you um, Fucking skull.
1: Wait, so what, when when was what when was this? What year was this?
0: Um the film released in 53, and Kelly was right. nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress, and her first Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress.
1: Yeah. So, again, this is all pretty quick. Like she started this in just, 51, right? Yeah. It's like, moving. This was like
0: two years and like she skyrocketed. Yeah. Well, she had that,
1: she had like, that high had uh, a uh, uh, high uh
0: she had talent. Well, she I was, was going to say
1: like like a really big platform for her movies like true. Her, one, her first movie was was a four time Academy Award right. winner and she saw she could be better and she went ahead and did that and got some nominations
0: out of it which is you know impressive yeah good for her and it yeah. didn't help that I'm sure it didn't hurt mm-hmm. that people in the industry were... she was related to people in the industry oh yeah but she also got here on her own fucking laurels Like, yeah. make you, no you mistake don't, you don't get Academy Awards just because you're related someone right like I don't think that's true <laughs> I, yeah I don't, I don't think know, that's but, true either but. As far as her, like she is an absolute talent. Right. Like watch watch some of her stuff. She's amazing. Just find clips on YouTube if you don't have time to watch a mm-hmm. full movie. I, I will do that. She went on to star in several plays and movies then, and they performed well and drew the attention of Alfred Hitchcock. Um he also saw the 1950 screen test and he actually became one of her last like acting mentors. Mm-hmm. And she got loaned by MGM to appear on several of his films because he was with a different studio, and these right. uh, included Rear Window with Jimmy Stewart. Wait, we mentioned that one last. And uh, to Catch a Thief. Yep. yep. So I, I love that PA icons working together. That's yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Just one more, and you get the infinity infinity gauntlet of, of PA icons. <laughs> yeah, right. Ah. Well, at the end of the news. <laughs> um, but she turned down On the Waterfront with Marlon Brando to take the role. And uh, Eva Marie Saint actually won an Academy Award for On the Waterfront, mm. uh, which is a really good movie. Marlon Brand- eh, young Marlon Brando. Very Dude, he was so too. handsome. Yes, he was. He was so ridiculous. No wonder everybody fucked him, and he <laughs> fucked everybody. Man could have fucked a goddamn... What What, what, was, what did Quincy Jones say? No. He would have fucked a... Um, uh, mailbox. <laughs> Wait, really? Uh, yeah, that I'm quote. pretty sure me- Quincy <laughs> Jones <Johnson. laughs> said Marlon Brando would fuck a mailbox. Of course, he slept with men. <laughs> oh, <that's hilarious. laughs> that Quincy Jones interview is amazing if you have the time. I, I well, with a quote like that, I might have to look it up. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Because <laughs> Quincy Jones is old and doesn't give a shit anymore. No. Well, I mean, the amount of talent he's seen in his life. Yeah. So, so but anyway, back to Grace Kelly. She was really excited to be working with Hitchcock on Real Window, and it was incredibly well received with good reason. It is one of my favorite Hitchcock movies. Mm. My favorite is probably The Man Who Knew Too Much, which I, we've talked about before. Right. But her next role was in The Country Girl. Gr- excuse me, girl. <laughs> the Country Girl. Gr- girl. Uh, her next role was in The Country Girl alongside Bing Crosby. I'm, uh, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it in there. I've the assumed yeah. you were because that was kind of like kind of amusing. <laughs> not a whole lot of jokes so far, but uh, I don't want to joke about Chris Kelly. She's serious business. I mean,
1: she wore white gloves for God's guys.
0: <laughs> no, nah, like she she is silver spoon. I get it. <laughs> but she did work alongside Bing Crosby in that film, and that came out in 1954. Bing's the man. Mm. He can croon so yep. well. So this this is an example of her her finally using some of her leverage and, yes. and being being a strong-willed person. Yeah. So MGM didn't want to lend her out to Paramount, but she insisted and threatened the studio with leaving to New York City permanently if they wouldn't let her do the film. Right. So, do this or I'm not acting anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I fucking quit. She didn't care, which is amazing. What a baller move. Yeah. MGM let her do the film and she renegotiated her contract to be more lucrative in light of her recent success. There you go. Even better. Yeah. Like get yours. Gotta get that guap. Yeah, and she finally got some real, she, real she, success. She got r- real acknowledgement. Success. She was nominated for and won the 1955 Academy Award for Best Actress for this role. She beat Judy Garland for her role in A Star Is Born. Lady Gaga. Because little you mean Lady Gaga, right? Little do people realize it's a, like four times come out yeah. exactly. And don't get me wrong, I've heard this one's amazing.
1: Yeah, well, people, I don't care. People, people always talk about how, like, in the last twenty years, everything's been remixed or the last ten years, everything's just been remixed. Of things been doing it forever. Been doing it forever. How many yeah.
0: fucking Hamlets do we have? Don't get me wrong. I love Hamlet. I love Shakespeare. I don't know if I need another Hamlet. I've got Lion King.
1: <laughs> I was so gonna say, like, yeah, you did it.
0: Wait, well, <laughs> we got Lion King again, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. it's coming out again. Yeah,
0: but Charles Gambino's in this one. I...
1: Who does he play? Simba. He's Simba? Donald Glover Wait, Simba. Wait, he's dude. Donald Glover Simba? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Wow, that, that dude's had a career. Dude, his I was watching Weirdo last night. First of all, I forgot how funny it was. Also, it's nine years old and it shows in certain jokes. Oh yeah? Yeah. Well, well Jan and I were watching the hangover and, and
1: just yeah, a lot a lot of that yeah. a lot of that stuff. Just like, whoa, 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 whoa that's not cool now at
0: all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't cool then, but it's really not cool now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um Yeah. So She also won the New York Film Critics Circle Award for Best Actress for her performances in this 1954 Murderer's Row of Rear Window, Dial M for Murder, and The Country Girl. Hmm. I haven't seen The Country Girl. I've seen parts of Dial M for Murder. Love Rear Window. Hmm. She won the 1955 Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Drama, for The Country Girl. Judy Garland actually won for a comedy or musical. Gotcha. And then she worked on multiple other films throughout the mid '50s, which were met with both financial and critical success. And she worked with some of the biggest names in Hollywood, including like Cary Grant, Alec Guinness, and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, she was in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <coughs> she was not in Star Wars. Yeah, she's totally she's uh, suit. It's you know? it it's. Um, she's in
1: the bodysuit. It's. <laughs> It's cool when you think of Alec Guinness and, and all the shit he's done and like how Dude,
0: was, how much he hated Star geez, Wars. <laughs> Star Wars so much. Do you did you ever hear the story of the kid who asked for his autograph and he was like, "I'll give it to you on one condition: if you promise me you'll never watch that wretched movie again."
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen that's that's that. That seems like a very him
0: thing to say. And the kid was just like, "What the fuck." <laughs> I mean, I get it. Alec Guinness was.
1: Well, he, it was like to the end of his career. End of his it's career. It's
0: like, oh, anyone never remembers him for And he was such a talented, huge star. He was in Lawrence of Arabia. Here, just walk around and pretend to... Sh- I think... Whoosh, 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 yeah, whoosh, like, I'm sure he's just like, what the fuck? Trying to fight this giant, like, garbage bag-wearing person I in front of you. They said he was just famously a dick on stage. There's a letter... Or on stage, on, on set. Mm. Uh, there's a letter that he wrote to someone. He's like... Most of these people are nobodies. I guess the. I, I, I don't think he messed up Harrison Ford's name. Like, he's like. I guess, like. I, I mean, think it's he, Henry. He, wa- he wasn't nobody. Well, he wasn't yeah. nobody. Well, he'd been in American Graffiti already. Yeah, that one, one. That was his only role before Star Wars, right? American Graffiti? Uh, I think he had some small stuff. Oh. I, I think that's, like, kind of a misconception. Oh. Well, there you we go. He was doing cool. set carpentry at the same time as right. acting. Right. But it's not like George Lucas was just like this guy's made for movies Look like he was, he was trying to be a star yeah
1: i mean it's a fantastic job i'm sure like it's just really mad that they gave him peanut m ms instead of regular m been it. it, must have been it. it must just it angry it. old man it's like where are my Worthers? <laughs> all right let's let's dive into the uh again this was like a five-year time span yeah if it was that. just boom 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 boom, it. boom it's fucking it like,
0: yeah and she was just it. working constantly though yeah, and she's probably,
1: I guess, most known for her royalty aspect. I, probably. I probably, I'd, I'd say most people know her for that. And then, probably, because there's a lot of um, do Golden people, Age. Do
0: people still know Grace Kelly? That aren't like from Philly. Well, no. Yes, that I too. think I think
1: she has a really big tie to to the city, and, and yeah, and, to the city for
0: that. sure. But do people still know Grace? Like, like get at us with this one because I'm legitimately curious. If if I just brought up Grace Kelly in conversation, do you think most people would be like, "Oh yeah, I know who that." Like I've seen her movies, or I know she was the Princess of Monaco, right? Like, I don't, yeah. I think, do you think they, a lot of people know. know that? I mean, not not these silly
1: millennials with their Fortnite and whatnot, but they're, I'm sure people like us do, right? They're
0: Overlord, <laughs> Overwatch? Overwatch, Overwatch, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's intentionally let's... Mis- mis- mistaking names is one of my brands of comedy.
1: Uh, is it Monegasque? Is that how you say? I believe it? it's Madagascar. Yeah. Well,
0: Monaco, but Monescu. Uh,
1: mo- <laughs> Sorry. So she she was um, part of the U.S. delegation uh, at, at the at the Cannes uh, Film Festival in. April, Is it Cannes or Con? I, 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 think it's, I, think it's, I think it's Con. Okay, I was gonna sure. say
0: I legitimately don't know. It's I've heard both. The beautiful
1: little town of the south of France. Yes. that they have movie films at. That sounds like Cannes and or Con. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I've but heard both. It was a legitimate the, yeah, question. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure either. But it was it was in April 1955. So again, kind of at her peak of her mm-hmm. output for her movie films, and she was invited to participate in a photo session with uh, Prince Rainier uh, III of uh, the Principality of Monaco. So he he yeah. was he was the he's, ruler of the he's fucking country,
0: the sovereign. Yes, the suzerain. The su- what Suzerain. Is that is that a Suzerain Is another title of for a ruler of a place. That, well, I guess it probably doesn't work here because a suzerain rules in conjunction with another ruler. Hmm. So he's not yet a sucerin. Okay. S U Z E R A I N. Oh my god! I can't believe. <laughs> okay anyway so what? uh no, no i was just gonna
1: say like, good lord i didn't i did not know i was gonna learn that today but i did that's uh, what i'm here for <laughs> uh, so, i think it's a cool word it's a very cool word so the photo shoot was at the princess palace which was about like 30 miles away from from the festival yeah uh it's 55 kilometers is that what you were doing were you yes, calculating yes, the was. difference that's, that's what i was doing uh and there were there were some delays in in the actual getting it set up but yeah there were some complications but they 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 didn't meet on May 6th so it's a little you know again this was in April a little bit after that she met while they, they met while she was dating a french actor uh, Jean-Pierre Amont do do I don't know, know
0: who? who he is what he's done he's uh, probably just unless he's played inspector Clouseau. wine um, and cheese <laughs> the
1: wine and cheese man in every film that's what he is that, he's salt there He's, he that play, guy was italian wasn't he
0: uh and sape is like turkish oh he's, he's, he's Turk- turkish okay. yeah there's a persian place that just came onto main street and i'm very excited really? i'm very excited to check it out huh. safa uh
1: my favorite persian dish is to, sorry to get all totally off track guys but it's like a rice dish with like a it's like crispy rice at the bottom and okay uh, I, I don't think i've ever good. had persian yeah so Well, i'm very excited let's go
0: iran and by saying that, now I'm on a list somewhere. Yeah, yeah but, probably. Cool. Um, Thanks for dragging me down with you. Yep, i down with you. You already got a foreign name. <laughs> not like you weren't already on a list. <laughs> uh So, <laughs> so, um, so Grace Kelly and Prince Rainier,
1: they, they had a year-long courtship, which was described as uh, containing a good deal of rational appraisal on both sides, which is the most S-steril? stupidly <laughs> sterile thing to ever say. Like, and also, this is a royalty, so you can't be like, yeah, they were just sending each other, dick pics like, he, like, <laughs> like he, he, they can't. They can't put that in that kind of right. Line, but I'm sure they. I'm, I'm sure, sure they. There's uh, there. There there's there more than just. They're like, both very attractive people. Uh, I have, I don't think I've seen photos of Rainier. Uh, I'll post it on social media. I, I've seen I've seen photos of, of like the their children and they, mm-hmm. you know they look fine. But yeah. Anyway, they they actually married in 1956. So this is again just a year and they had two ceremonies. Um, which was this was due to the the Napoleonic Code of Monaco. Right in the laws of the Roman Catholic Church, which they basically they they had to have a civil ceremony and a, and a separate religious ceremony. So they had right. both of those uh, done at the same time. That and could have been you, Monaco. Just what? That could have been you. What, why is that? Your wedding. You could have had two ceremonies. I could. I didn't do no. <laughs> it's, no, one's one's enough of uh, so it. So for people that don't know what Monaco is, Monaco is a city-state. Yes. Think of like it's a little bigger than the Vatican. Yes, but it's it's literally it's just, where the Grand Prix is. It's where the Grand Prix is. It's the Monte Carlo like you casinos. Know, just watch
0: uh, Cars Three,
1: Cars Two. You can watch the can we watch Formula One. Um, <laughs> it's it's literally just like just like this uh, this tax haven for like billionaires, European your, billionaires. Your I'm just, i I'm said just that. like Cars Three, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know I get that reference in here, but
0: I don't think I've even seen the movie. I haven't
1: seen any of the Cars movies, but don't don't. I know I will eventually. Yeah, but, you're gonna uh, have a kid, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, have to watch all the. I'm cars be a babies. baby daddy. I'll be a baby. Yep, yep. That's what fatherhood is. Is being baby daddy.
0: Um, but anyway, De Monaco's he, it looks gorgeous. Well, it, it's
1: it's like you know dramatic hills, and you have a mountain in the background, and like I said, it's a tax haven. So literally, yeah. one out of every three cars is gonna be a Lamborghini. I it's think just a big casino area, Monte like, Carlo. Yeah, Monte Carlo. It's 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 huge, and there's a Monte Carlo district, which is where the Grand Prix runs through, right? And the the casino and whatnots there, but it's it's um big money bags area. Yeah. That's, that's that's what it's called. But it's it's on the south, on this on the French uh, Riviera, or whatever it's called. Or, no, it's not the word. The French coast, okay. the south coast. But it's, yeah. it's a nice area. Um, but yeah, the 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 civil ceremony lasted. 16 minutes. It was very quick. It took place at the palace throne my room. Favorite type. No offense. Just your wedding was beautiful. My, my, it was only an hour, so it was really mine was pretty quick too. But 16 minutes, nice and quick. Uh, it was on uh, April 18th, 19, f- 1956. Um, and the reception was uh, was happened later in the day. It was attended by 3,000 Monacoans, Mon- Monagasque. I think that? it's Monagasque. Mon- Monagasque citizens. Uh, Monaco has like a population of, like 30,000 people that's yeah. like it. It's, it's like a shit. Pretty that's good like, amount. That's 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 the tenth of everything. Yeah, so, <laughs> like holy shit. Uh, the ceremony uh, ended with a uh, arrestation of the uh, 142 official titles that she acquired upon marriage. And again, this is just bullshit things they make up. <laughs> like oh yeah, like, you know,
0: like, <laughs> I'm guardian of the left flank. And yeah, general of the right horse. Like again, uh, there's thirty steward of the planten- Plantagenet the- nest. <laughs> There are more
1: people that live like in Man Significantly more people that live yeah. in Man Young than, than in Monaco. Yeah. Pointing that out there. Um, and every single person there is Bono. Like they're all like billionaires. <laughs> they're all so who, rich. Dude. They're all super rich. Um, <laughs> all so it's, it's all right. Alright. All right, all right. here's an example. In in the last Star Wars movie, that like casino yes. city. That's exactly that's what That's exactly is. I was gonna like, say,
0: like uh
1: It's like Macau without the drugs. <laughs> like it's what it is. <laughs>
0: and like and like the, don't you know. me wrong. i would love to go there oh yeah i would love, I to, would love to have the money to hang out there really funny but also like yeah fuck them a little bit
1: the fucking the, the star wars city whatever the fuck that that casino city is i just called it is. the
0: casino city i can't remember its name namek uh, that's for those who know just made it up no i didn't make up namek uh, namek what is that? it's from dragon ball z oh,
1: okay Okay, I don't so, even.
0: I don't even like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I don't know why it's the first thing to pop in
1: my head. So the, the religious ceremony, because again they had two. Of them. The religious yeah. ceremony took place at Monaco's Saint Nicholas Cathedral, and it was performed by Bishop Giles Barth. Uh, the wedding. Uh, Giles Barkley. Giles Gnar- Barkley. Yep. 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 The band with Sheila Green. Is that Giles Barkley? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the wedding was, uh, estimated to have been watched by over 30 million people on live TV. Again, that's this, a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Um, especially for then. Yeah, it's true. That's true. This is, this is a time of, in the fifties where right. TV, well, TV was big, but
0: you know, that's, that's right. a lot, it's a big, big reach of, big, a big swath of, of viewership. Uh, this is the time where you couldn't even get the Phillies in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's so a, that, that's a great, great reference point, you know. And it was described
1: as, by, by, a, by a biographer, Robert Lacey, it was described as the first modern event to generate media overkill. Like, this is not a big deal, anything about it. It's just a really yeah, famous a, actuar- a famous actress who got married to a prince. Right. But it's basically the prince's diaries, you know. Except, yeah, except I mean. Like except instead just- of being like a, a normal little... A little San Franciscan like teenager. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a successful so actress, so. but like that's, that's it's a,
0: like you said, it's Princess Die before Princess Die.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just super, super uh, attentive media yeah. attention or whatever. Um, her wedding dress was designed by the by MGM's Academy Award winning Helen Rose and uh, three dozen seamstresses took six weeks to make it. So it took that's, a while to make. It's crazy. Um, I should have looked it up. I haven't seen what it like. Have you seen what it looks like? It's beautiful. Is it? Yeah, he's made it up. Did you, did you, actually see it? No, I've seen it. Okay, okay cool. Beautiful.
0: Um, she didn't wear bad
1: clothing. <laughs> no. And, uh, the, the bridesmaids gowns, they were designed by, by Joe Allen Hong at, uh, at Nimi, from, from Nimi Marcus. Yeah. Um. He's,
0: he's a pretty big fashion designer. Right.
1: I'll, I will so
0: I'll, I'll take, I'll take your, your word up for that. I, I looked into him. Huh. I um, didn't know that off the top of my head.
1: <laughs> so, let's, let's run down some of these, some of these guests. Uh, there were 700 guests at the actual religious ceremony. Right. Um, and these weren't all monongese people. No, there were people who were like... yeah. So here's Aristotle Onassis, who's the Greek shipping magnate who married Jackie later. Yep. Um, Jackie of... of uh, Jackie O. Of, of Jackie O. Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Onassis. Yeah. Um, Jackie Ca- O. Cary Grant, who we mentioned previously, the famous actor. Uh, David Niven, who I'm not, I'm not too familiar with his work, but he was an, he was an actor and a, and a novelist. And uh, his also his wife... Um, Hjordis. Hjordis Gloria Swanson, who was no, also no, an actress. No, no, is his wife. My, bad, his my wife. bad, my bad, my bad. Hey, Gloria Swanson, who I, I'm familiar with, the mm. actress, right? Yeah. Ava Gardner, who's also an actress and singer. Uh, Aga Khan III, who is the 48th imam of the uh, Nizari Ismaili religion. Holy shit, I have what what, no idea what that is. Um,
0: it's a sect of,
1: of, uh, of Islam. Of Islam. Okay. Uh, and uh, Gloria Guinness, who is a socialite and, and a fashion icon, so these are the who's who of of like super. This
0: is Illuminati, basically. It's the Illuminati. People. I mean, rich people know rich people. Yeah, I mean, like he's a Renier's pr- a prince. Yeah, and she's, she's an actress. She's an actress who's, who's been in in high. She's a Academy yeah. Award-winning actress. So right. She's, the she's been cool in high society. Yeah. Her father's a politician. Well, yeah, her father's a politician. Failed politician. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I bet he still yeah. had clout. Yeah, he still had clout. <laughs> he had Philly clout, probably, and he was but... part
1: of the part of the Roosevelt, you know, yeah, uh, regime, regime. Right? Wrong word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, administration. Thank is the you. Word. That's, the word. That's the word. That's the nice way to put it. So their honeymoon was a seven-week Mediterranean cruise on uh, on his yacht, the uh, Deo Second, II, uh, which is great. I would love to go on, um, on a Mediterranean cruise. Yeah, me too. On on my yacht, but alas. They had they had three children. I just uh, in, sorry, I just noticed in, that in, in, the in, 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 in the notes. In the notes, Bill writes, they had kids. Uh, they had children. Uh, so they had children. Uh, Princess Caroline, who was born on
0: January 23rd of 1957. This is not the character from BoJack Horseman. No. <laughs> so I guarantee you. No, no, no. I guarantee you it's a reference. Yeah, probably.
1: Oh, my God. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't think of that until you said it, but yes.
0: Um, Prince Albert. Can. What was that? In a can? I'm sorry, what? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? What is that? You've never heard this joke? No. It's an old joke. Prince Albert used to be a food. Oh. And they say it came in a can, so they say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? So yes. And Uh then the joke is, so you better let him out. Ah, he's also it's also Also a a thing. thing. Yeah. I went for the for the clean version. Yeah. So Prince
1: Prince Albert Grace Kelly
0: wakes me want to be refined.
1: Prince Albert, A.K.A. the the penis stud, uh, was born on uh, March 14, 1958. He's the current Prince Monaco. Yes. And uh, there's also Princess Stephanie, who was born in February 1st, 1965. Um, so yeah, they had they had a family. Right. And uh, uh, so she was away from the the Hollywood lights. So she wasn't really in in, into the acting career because she really didn't have the time to to do so. She was a princess. Um, but in 1962, she was offered the lead in a, in a Hitchcock film, uh, Marnie, which is
0: a really good movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sean Connery. I, I, oh, Sean Connery's in it. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
1: but Mon- the, the media in, in Monica, like the, the newspapers and the yeah. people, all 30,000 of them, uh, they, <laughs> they, they, it was a hue and cry as you write oh, uh, in Monaco over her playing, uh, playing a role in it because her role was basically like a kleptomaniac. I mean, not nothing.
0: She steals she, constantly. Right? So. Who,
1: you know, that's not the image they, you want of your princess. Right. Could you imagine Meghan Markle like becoming like a bank robber? Yes. And, and I mean, I. But the the British media is fucking. Terrible, no, go so nuts. So go they go nuts. They go fucking so, absolute bonkers. So it's really similar to that. And <laughs> also uh, Herbert Ross, who was who was a who was also a director, uh, tried to get her in the film in a 1977 film. So this is again much yeah. later. Uh, called the Turning Point, but Rainier actually.
0: He, he poo pooed it.
1: He didn't want her to, to to dive into that one, but she did Which, return to to performing though in 1977. This is again her last role was in the 55, I think. Yes, and this is 1977, so way later,
0: uh, 22 years. My math is right. Ha ha. Yeah. Oh, she was probably busy doing. I, yeah, I, for Royal, some reason, I just feel like she would probably had a hand in the raising of her kids. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know for sure. The
1: reason we'll get to that in a little bit, but she um, was around her kids. Right. Uh, I don't touch on that right? Yeah, but...
0: Right, and well, and there's stuff that Caroline did afterwards, af- after what you're going to talk about, right. that makes me think that, like, it was she wants to emulate yeah. her mother. Yeah. Uh, and also, you have to
1: entertain guests and all that. Right, and, like, like there's actual st- duties. State visits and stuff like that, even if, you're, again, I keep harping on this, but it's, such a, it's basically like a fucking neighborhood in a city. It's, <laughs> oh my god, bullshit, I don't even know why this place exists, but... If, wanna- I, if I were France, I'd invade that shit, cut off Rainier's head, and use that as a tax. Fuck that tax haven, and like get get those tourism dollars, baby. All right, Tro. Yeah, that's right. Build that wall, Monaco. Oh, you piece Yep, of shit. yep, yep. Oh my God, yep. that's right. It doesn't deserve. Disturb- it's a fucking like. It's a city. Is it, why is it sovereign? So why why, why, should, it sober? why why should
0: they be taken out? Kill over? it! Kill it! Wittgenstein's super small, so is uh, Luxembourg. Fuck Wittgenstein. It just... just it, Monaco's not even made, the smallest... Is Monaco even the smallest country in the world? I don't think it Vatican is. Vatican is. It's the second yeah, one. After Monaco. Yeah. yeah. Kill him! Come, should come the, all. Why should the Vatican... Burn! Why should burn the, the Vatican casino. be alone! Burn yeah. the Monte Carlo! Fuck you. Burn the Vatican!
1: <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I fucking said it.
0: Oh, God. Let me uh, go in and get those treasures first. Them oh, bird. God. All right. Here comes the cease and desist letters. The Catholic Church um, is not good. No. Okay. Well,
1: um, anyway, where, where, why did I go on that tangent? All right. So, in 1977, uh, she she did go back into the performing arts. Yes. Performance arts. The arts. Thank you. Uh, she did a series of stage poetry uh, and, and readings and she did some narration on uh, on a documentary called "The Children of Theater Street."
0: Yeah, I don't know what it's about. I'm assuming children on Theater Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really, <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, but she, it's, she, its probably about kids, child actors, or something. So before '77, she she also
1: did, did some minor things in yeah. um, in uh, for ABC in 1966.
0: So not quite as quite as big of a swap of no, but. but this one's actually amazing, and I, this is why I wasn't gonna include a lot of detail about it. But you, it's bonkers, and okay. I love it. Oh, uh, uh, so let me, do you want, do you, want do you want Devin? No, you go ahead. I want to hear your reaction when you read it. Okay.
1: So she, she provided some narration for ABC's made for TV film, The Poppy is also a flower, which is a great uh, name. It was a spy and anti-drug film. Oh, okay. And it was originally made through an effort by the UN as part of a series of TV specials that was supposed to promote the UN's work. Yep. Um, interesting enough. It was directed by Terrence Young, who did uh, Dr. No uh, from Russia with. L- so he basically just did a bunch of. He did uh, a bunch of. Bombs. A bunch of Mon movies and Thunderball as well. It's three really good ones. Yeah. And it starred uh, Ewell, Ewell, Ewell Brainer, uh Omar Sherif, uh, L. Watch. Oh, I'm sorry. That's supposed to be Eli oh, Wall. Eli, Eli Wall. Okay. Uh, Angie Dick- Dickinson, Santa Berger, uh, Stephen Boyd, Trevor Howard, Rita Hayworth, who I recognize that name, and uh, Marcelo uh, Mastriani, who I also recognize that name too. And they were all actors from different countries, um, except for, for for Wallach and, and Hayworth, who were, you know, Hayworth, who were from the yeah. States. Uh, so, but yeah, an anti-drug film that was narrated by Grace Kelly, the amazing. Princess of Monaco.
0: <laughs> Yul Brynner was the original Man in Black from Westworld. Oh, movie. okay. He's also The King and I. He's a Russian, um, oh. Russian-American actor. Um, he made being bald as a leading man cool. Like, that's not a joke. Oh, okay. He's like the first, like, bald. They were like, oh, you can be bald and be cool. Yul Brynner's my dude. I
1: see, I see that there's there's, there's like a fire genuine, in my eyes. There's genuine emotion on Bill's face right now.
0: Um Omar Sharif is amazing. He was in Funny Girl with Barbra Streisand. Okay. Um he's also in Lawrence of Arabia. And he's Did you ever see the movie Hidalgo with Nico yeah. Morrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the old guy with with the who okay. loves the pistols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think is he still I think he is still alive. Oh. Eli Wallach's been in tons of stuff. Tons she of stuff.
1: basically just did a dare dare thing. Pretty
0: much. And they got a bunch of big actors for it. And like Sennaburger is Austrian. Stephen Bo- Some of them are Irish. And Marcelo, Marcello Mastri- Mastriani, Italian. What? Italian. Italian. Yeah. Actually, no. He's um, Taiwanese. He's from Monica. <laughs> um, yeah, he's Italian. So... <laughs> This
1: this is interesting. So, Grace and Rainier, they shot a, a, a half-hour-long independent film. It's 33 called, minutes, exactly. 33 minutes, exactly, called <laughs> Rearranged. Not to be a pendant, but... This was in uh, 1979. And it was... It had interest from ABC TV execs in uh, 1982 uh, after it premiered in Monaco. And, but ABC, they wanted to make it into a longer, extended, like, yeah, event. Yeah, they wanted a whole know. hour. Basically, just wanted more ad revenue. And they... They were in the process of filming more more scenes, and they wanted you know Grace Kelly to be a, a big part of of, yeah. of of the extra shots that were put in, uh, but Grace died before then, right. and uh, the film was was never released publicly. And um, I don't I don't even, it's not like, I don't think it's on YouTube or anything
0: like that. I don't so think you, you can get. You I'm pretty sure it. the family has it on yeah. locking and Because again, Monica,
1: I keep referencing how little Monica but their media wasn't very big either. So. Mm. So it's not like they had
0: storage for
1: this, or they right. they didn't have they didn't they didn't have the foresight to well, store it. And
0: this is seventy nine. Yes. So there's not really a way to record it. Yeah, there's ways to record it. They had, they had like VCRs
1: and stuff back then, like VHSs. F- Where
0: did VHS? I thought the, it was the, the 80s. only reason I
1: know is because the the Star Wars special you can find oh. you can find VHS recorded copy. Okay. Like, you had to have like three thousand dollars right uh, for for a VHS machine right back right, then. Right. Uh, to but do you it. could but do it. They had it in there, um, and I'm sure okay. Monaco, three thousand probably. VHS somebody who
0: could afford it, well,
1: toilet paper for them. So, um, all right. So let's. Uh, I, I mentioned that she, she had to pass away. So we'll we'll talk about her. Yeah. Her death here. Uh, do you want do you want to touch on that, Bill? Or? Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll go ahead and talk about that. I guess. Um, or no, why don't you talk about and then I'll talk about the after. Sure, I'll do that. Her, that's, her, her legacy. That's,
1: that's fine. Yeah. And so on September 13th of 1982. Again, this is. Context to ABC, they wanted to, they started this process in 1982. Mm-hmm. Kelly was driving from uh, from the mountain, Mont Eagle. Mont uh, definitely butchering that, but it's the mountain that it's, basically. I don't know, it's Mont Agile? Agile? Maybe, I don't maybe. know. It, I it's, don't know. The, it's the border of France and Monaco. It's a physical border, it's a big mountain. And she was driving back on a, you know, on a windy Road there. Yeah. And she, they had like a country house
0: on the mountain, right.
1: which I don't know if it's part of France or if it's part of Monaco. I mean, it wouldn't be the
0: first person. Especially at that time, to have a country home in a different state. Yeah, or a I
1: really don't different know. Nation. Yeah, uh, um, but anyway, she was she was traveling down with her with her daughter Stephanie, the the, the youngest daughter. Yeah, um, and she was, she was driving on down. She lost control of her car, and it, it turns out she had a stroke while right. driving, which is like a nightmare scenario. Oh my god, it's terrifying. She lost control of her car, and she drove it down, uh, drove it off the road actually mm-hmm. down uh, down the mountainside. So through down a hundred twenty foot stretch. So they measured it from the, the yeah. road to the where, where the car stopped. Yeah, um, again, Stephanie was it was in the passenger seat, and she tried to reg- regain control, but uh, you know couldn't couldn't yeah. stop the inevitable. Basically, um, Stephanie suffered concussion and a, and a hairline vertebra fracture, and she actually had to miss the funeral because uh, she mm, was she was still in the in, hospital. In, she wasn't in, in position to leave. But Grace Kelly died the uh, the following night, September 14th at 10:55, uh, after uh, Rainier made a decision to take her off life support. Uh, she was buried in the Grimaldi family vault. Again, the, the, that's the house, that's the house. Grimaldi is the house, house there, uh, which is a North Italian family, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was buried it's, in the, in the it's family vault. kind of vault. a cool name. It is a cool Grim- name. Grimaldi's a cool name. It sounds like, um, a Harry Potter I, name. I, was, I was thinking that Grimald, too. whatever. I was like, I'm going to steal that for D and D. Um, but yeah, she was buried on September 18th at the, in the family vault. Uh, over 400 people attended the funeral at the uh, the Catholic Cathedral of Our Lady Immaculate in Monaco. Also included Harry Grant, Nancy Reagan, and Princess Diana, who she, yeah. began, she had a friendship on later in her life. Right. Um, I, I'm
0: sure they could relate.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is really eerie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, Rainier, because uh, she had a car accident,
0: too. Yeah. So. I, yeah, that's why I was yeah. like, holy yeah. shit. Uh, Weird who, parallels. Rainier was was actually buried
1: next to her in uh, two thousand five as well. So he he had a fairly long life. Yeah, uh, he didn't remarry.
0: So you know, that makes me think that they sweet. truly loved each other, or, yeah. or at least cared I think for so. each other. I think so. too. I mean, or, or he loved her. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, because we had that sterile, that very sterile quote earlier from their courtship yeah. period. But and again, that's what that's what was shown kids. To, to us. And they had three kids and and uh, never remarried. So
1: yeah, it's sad. Uh,
0: so there was an additional memorial service
1: in Beverly Hills yeah. um, outside of Monaco, obviously. Uh, Jimmy Stewart delivered a, delivered a eulogy. Yeah. So he wrote, you know, I just love Grace Kelly. Not because she was a princess, not because she was an actress, not because she was my friend, but because she was just about the nicest lady I ever met. Grace brought into, uh, into my life, as she brought into yours, a warm, soft light every time I saw her. And every time I saw her, was a holiday of its own. No question I'll miss her. We'll all miss her.
0: God bless you, Princess Grace. Very it's sweet. nice. Very yeah, it's very sweet. Very Jimmy yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I would, that's why I yeah. threw the eulogy in there. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Like, yeah. Uh, Great. Hey, do you want to talk about Do you, do you about think her? they ever talked about PA? They had to have, right?
1: Well, she was, I mean, they, They're both... he, they he visited here, I think. Well, he, sure. visited he visited a lot. visited here, so. No, yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking about uh, um, the Prince. Oh. He's, he's Rear near visited, Yeah, he's visited here. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I meant Jimmy and Grace. Call, Call, Grace
0: Kelly. I mean different parts of the state, but probably. But yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, me too, man. P. I wa- like, I wonder if he ever, if he ever flew her like here or something. Like, I know he lived in the West yeah. mostly, but and she lived in New York. But wow. I wonder if she she chose New York too because it was a quick trip up and down from Philly to here. I really don't know. because because uh, her their family house was is. Was in East Falls for a while, right? Well, so yeah, her family was still there, so yeah. it probably made talk had about an that. influence
1: on that. So East Coast girl, yeah, yeah,
0: full East Coast.
1: So you want to talk about her impact on the on the world of arts and whatnot? Yeah,
0: so she left a lasting legacy through her various pursuits, mm-hmm. and she's been called one of the most elegant women in cinema and world history, or if not the most, she was heralded as changing cinema's take on women from being smoky film sirens and bumptious cuties to one of elegance bumptious cuties is a really fun phrase right um but i know what thing like yeah i know yeah. you're not super into the old movies but no, i
1: i know what you mean though it's a more serious aspect of, yeah. of women in in film you know you don't have to be uh, uh eye candy right you can be you can be part of the part of the actual story i'm just point.
0: like immediately thinking of those old detective movies where the woman come in and it's always that like f- that filter, you know, they did the yeah. soft filter and yeah. give the smoke, like literal smoky eyes because there's a cigarette and she's like, yeah, and like a shawl. Remember? I need, if you can help me, Dick, I need it. Or it's always, or the other end of that is. I left
1: my husband in, in a pool of blood. <laughs> yeah. I murdered my husband.
0: I found him dead. I need your help. Or it's the other end of the spectrum where it's like. Oh, you know, I don't know much about politics, mister Care for a sandwich, like, yeah, like kind of yeah, like exactly. Housewife-y stuff. Exactly. And, and, and so that. she changed that to being like like we're people. Yeah, well
1: we're part of the story and we're without us, it doesn't have the same kind of right. impact. You know, it, it's it's
0: she's a like you said, a person. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn follows in those right. footsteps. Right. Or, or so there's maybe lockstep, I'm trying to think of what Audrey was really I think around the same time. Round yeah, there's probably in lockstep. But she also wrote the book, the forward to the book, The Art of Hal- Alfred Hitchcock by Donald Spoto. Sp- Spoto, Spoto, Spoto. Mm-hmm. Um, who he also wrote the book High Society: The Life of Grace Kelly. Um, Things about marijuana. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't picture her smoking weed. No, <laughs>
1: that's funny. Uh,
0: but since Kelly was unable to act during her marriage, um, because she had. These Our princely duties, duties, or right. the princess duties. She became a, involved in a lot of philanthropic work. And in 1963, she founded a, a maid. It's A-M-A-D-E. Mondiali, A M A D E. Mondiali. It's a Monaco based. Mondial. Mondial? Yeah. I like the E. But Mondial? Okay. Uh, a Monaco based nonprofit org, um, which was eventually recognized by the UN as an NGO. A maid promotes and protects the moral and physical integrity and spiritual well-being of children throughout the world without distinction of race, nationality, or religion, and in a spirit of complete political independence. Hmm. And Princess Caroline is actually its president.
1: Hmm.
0: So, that's dope. Yeah, I think this, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty fucking mean, yeah. dope. Uh, in 1964, she formed the Princess Grace Foundation to support local artisans in Monaco. And Princess Caroline also assumed the duties of president of the Board of Trustees of the foundation in 83, following her mother's death, and Prince Albert is the vice president. Current Prince Albert? Yes. Okay. I think so. I'm like 99% sure. Right. Um, right, yeah, um, my bad. I, for some reason, I thought Rainier was... Yeah. Oops. No. After, I was like, maybe his kid's Prince yeah. Albert, too. because yeah, Prince Albert, he's the current monarch now. Yes. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure like his vice presidency is like stamping things and signing things. Yeah. Which is also like his prince-ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Basically. After her death, the Princess Grace Foundation USA was founded to continue the philanthropic work she'd done anonymously during her lifetime, assisting emerging theater, dance, and film artists in America. So she would like help people, but wouldn't claim credit for it, which right. is amazing. How many stars do you see are like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that? Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, no, no, no. Like, and... We're just going to do this. Do good in secret. <laughs> yeah. Which is um, nice. That's it, nice. Yeah. Because it's not about recognition. It's about doing the good work. But it was incorporated in 82 as PGF USA, and their HQ is in New York, and it's a tax-exempt, not-for-profit, publicly-supported organization. Mm -hmm. And they host the Princess Grace Awards each year, and it has awarded nearly 800 artists at more than 100 institutions with more than $15 million to date. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Support the arts. Support us. Send us some. Yeah, we're the arts. We are the arts. Yeah. That's what it says on Facebook. (laughs) Due to her use of the purse, this is like some stuff, just like fun some fact stylistic stuff. stylistic stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, like legacy stuff. But due to her, her use of the purse style, I believe it's Sac uh, Depeche, mm-hmm. um, during her pregnancy, she she so she when she was pregnant, she liked to hide her belly bump right. with uh, this purse, and she was pictured with it a lot in 1956, and it came to be known as a Kelly bag. Did you just look it like up? That? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's, oh my God. Oh my god, these prices are nuts. Oh, I'm sure. Um, like, her, So Hermes like, makes a lot of these. Um, oh god, there's a lot of zeros. Uh, <laughs> how much? It's like 15k. Yeah, yeah holy yeah. shit. Um, okay, yeah, but it, it is a pretty cool... Uh, do you want to describe it? Let me see how to describe it. It's like a...
0: Can I see it? Yeah. It I'm a, a DM, I can your, do your this. I am referencing Dungeons & Dragons a lot today. I'm just to play. It's got... Um, Kind of a wide, well, wide or narrow set handle, but there are clasps at the handle. There's a single large clasp, uh, almost like a messenger bag.
1: Yeah, it looks like a messenger bag, but uh, nicer, but large,
0: yo, much nicer. They're all leather. Um, yeah, that's a lot. So of she, fun. she was just using that to cover her belly bump, yep, but it became known as a Kelly bag. Uh, she was inaugurated into the International Best Dressed List Hall of Fame in 1960, so while well, she's still alive. Fake news. Yeah, <laughs> So random, but okay. That's, that's cool, though. Yeah. I, fashion icon. Yeah. Um, her clothing has been displayed at various museums. This includes... The Philadelphia Museum of Art in 2006. Her wedding dress was exhibited to mark the 50, I, I 50th that. wedding univer- anniversary. I, I don't. I remember,
1: I remember the. I, I haven't seen it, but I remember like the ads for it, and like they okay. on like the no- local TV news. Whatever. Yeah, see, like I don't. I, yeah, I didn't cool. live here then.
0: Yeah. There were also displays at London's Victoria and Albert Museum in 2010, and Australia's Bendigo Art Gallery in 2012. Um, there was an introspective of her life as Princess of Monaco, and that was held at Ek- Ekaterina. 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 See, this, this guy. She'll let you do it. Um, Cultural Foundation in Moscow in 2008 in conjunction with Monaco's Grimaldi Forum. Mm. Um, in 2009, a plaque was placed on the Rodeo Drive Walk of Style in recognition of her contributions to style and fashion. Mm. Now, I believe it's actually pronounced Rodeo Drive. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. That's not right at all. No. Uh photographer Howell Conant. Conant? Mm. Put Con- Con- Nuts. Con- that's what they say about Conan. No, he's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's basically Conan with a T at the end. That's but, exactly what it is. Yeah. That's why I was like Conant That sounds almost almost like a horrible word. Yeah, almost, almost.
1: But he was <laughs> he was a he was a photographer, right?
0: Yeah. He was the unofficial photographer for her and all of House Grimaldi for years. And he published a book called Grace. And it was a book of photos from her 26-year tenure as Princess of Monaco. Hmm. She's been depicted by a bunch of artists, and these include James Gill and Andy Warhol. So another PA icon. Yep. Yep. That Infinity Gauntlet's getting strong. (laughs) Uh, Warhol made a portrait of her for the Institute of Contemporary Art in Philadelphia. And it was just a limited edition silkscreen, and that was in 1984. Hmm. In Monaco, there's a rose garden in the Fontville. De- district and it's dedicated to her memory. It was opened in 84 by Rainier and she's commemorated by a statue by Kees Verkade. For, no, that's got it's Kies, first of all. Yeah. Ver, Kies Vercade? probably. because e- it's
1: Verkade? Verkade? I have no idea. I,
0: it's definitely
1: Dutch. But it, um, well, speaking of Dutch, well, Dutch is tulips, but it was roses, though, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a rose garden and it features 4,000 roses. Uh, you know, Every rose has its thorn on this us, does. Every rose has its thorn. Um, in 2003, the Henley Royal Regatta of England renamed the Women's Quadruple Skulls the Princess Grace Challenge Cup. God, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, my God. Do you want me to parse it out? Because I do know what it means. The Quadruple Skulls? Yeah, like we, skulling.
1: It's okay. Don't even worry about it. But like, it's, like, it but boat like boat Boat racing. Yeah. yeah. But I just... just God, I just just feel the preppiness just. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, coursing in my veins. But that's a nice homage monster dad. Unless I, guess. I went to
0: two private schools. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you?
0: Yes. Did you really? Yes. Oh, okay. So let's go ahead Villanova. Oh, okay. Okay, I think like like no, you know, I would. I was public like public school all my life until then, and even then I treated them like public schools.
1: <laughs> I ask, I, so I'm I'm in two two public schools then. So take that. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. See,
0: I'm more of a man of the people than you are, Bill. I never said I was. <laughs> Bill, man of the people. Birds a lit cigarette out on an orphan. What? <laughs> man of the people. Yeah. I use them. Um, <laughs> no. I, there was, boat racing's huge because the Susquehanna River, so we'd always see the scholars from Bucknell and Susquehanna right. growing up. Um... But in 1981, she had been invited to present the prizes at the regatta as a peace offering by the Henley stewards to end a conflict between them and the House of Grenaldi. This is amazing to me. Jesus Christ. This is this is <laughs> 1981. Right? <laughs> like, like what, what are you going to do, draw swords and challenge them to a duel? Oh, my God. And honor a duel.
1: This, this is, we have democracy now. It's. We're, in a dark cloud, but right. we have democracy, for God's sakes. Oh, oh man. Even, even, all right, this is funny, even like the, the, the royal family in England, they, or the Britain, I
0: guess, yeah. they, uh, they don't do their shit. Right. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and this is some fucking noble house. So, Prince Albert presented prizes in 2004, though. Right, right. Um. In 2012, Kelly's childhood home was made a PA historic landmark, and a historical marker was placed on the site. Mm -hmm. And the home was located at 3901 Henry Ave in East Falls, and was built by her father, John B. Kelly Sr. in 1929. And like I said, I've driven past it, you've driven past it, it's fine. It's a nice big home. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it if you want to go check it out. Uh, She lived there until 1950, and Prince Rainier III proposed to her there in 1955. She's. Right. I, I like that. It's nice. It's like you guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly good. Right. I, I proposed to her in front of that house. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. I was there. I told you before. You there. Nope. Nope. I was there. I was hiding. I took pictures. Um. I, I but cried. they they I uh, a little bit. A little pee came out. So
1: the uh, <laughs> the California actually sold the house in '74, which yeah, was hilarious. Like someone bought it. Like right. I'm sure they knew. Uh. But Prince Albert bought it later and um. He wanted to use it as a museum or, or use it as an office for the Princess Grace Foundation, but it, I don't it, know it what it is became, now. Well, it's just a historical landmark. It's that's it. It's, it's just empty. It's just some, yeah, it's there. Okay. Whatever. Can you get in it? Can you go inside of it? I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know. I don't no know. think oh. it's a museum. I'll look it up. I don't think so either. We should um, start it. We could. Uh, contact. Don't worry. I'll contact uh, Albert. So do, do, you know, do you know what one of my favorite things are? Stamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You love stamps. That's why I include it. Uh, but yeah, she was, she was on a, on a post, on a postage stamp in 1993, uh, both in Monaco and the U S
0: yeah. They were released in conjunction on the same day. <laughs> yeah. Which is adorable. Excuse me. What was that? A hiccup. I'm gonna keep that in there. That, that was that, embarrassing. That was a very
1: gross sound. <laughs> I won't, um, do you want me to take it out? No, that's fine. I'm gonna keep it in there. It's just it's beautiful.
0: Um, it's just unexpected.
1: So, uh, Monaco's actually, I didn't realize they're part of the EU. Yeah, part of the EU, I, I guess. guess so. They guess moved so, the yeah. Euro. Uh, so they, um, I'm sure it's because France is in the EU. I'm uh, sure it's a it bullshit, is too. bullshit. Fuck that place. But the 25th France, end- yeah. No, Monaco. <laughs> so the, t- the 25th anniversary of her death was commemorated in a, uh, in a in a euro. So two euro commemorative coins were issued on um, on July 1st of 2007. It was uh, with a, a national side had her image, yeah, uh, and the other side had like the regular euro stuff whatever yep. they have on there
0: um it's just like the symbol it's just, yeah the symbol of the euro yep right isn't it it's yeah not, it's not a, i don't think it's a euro with I, the amount yeah the exact. that's what it is the amount the right. amount yeah it's been a while since i've been to europa mm. Mm. uh but there's there's a movie about her life though isn't it yeah 83 in 83 a film came out called grace kelly and it was about her early life and it starred cheryl ladd cheryl ladd as kelly and ian mcshane as rainier and i fucking love ian mcshane so i'm gonna watch have you that. seen this no, no. Okay. I like Cheryl Ladin a lot, too, but Ian McShane's my dude. So there's, an, there's a more recent movie in 2014 yeah. called Grace of
1: Monaco, which starred Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Who I saw uh, Aquaman yesterday, and she's in it, too. Which is Oh, ho- she is? Yeah, it's hilarious. I'd recommend it, but fucking Nicole Kidman. Did she play his mom? Yes. Yeah, I think I uh, didn't know that. But it was directed by by Olivier uh, De- Dehan? That would be my guess. But it, was, it wasn't really well perceived. It was really well-perceived. No, it was really poorly-received. It was found to be overly dramatic, and uh, it had a lot of historical errors, and it lacked a lot of depth in the writing. There was a lot, a lot of errors were in the royal family, and, and the royal family really didn't They hated it. it. They didn't perceive they it in a positive film. way. Yeah, no. They, they were uh, open critics of it. Yeah. Madonna mentioned her in Vogue as... Uh, yeah, 1990. Grace Kelly, Jean Bonet, like, oh, the, yeah. they, they, you know, the, the, the fucking depth where she just, like, lists a bunch of famous people. Oh. That died, I guess. Vogue. Yep. John Benet Ramsey. Vogue. He's, he's voguing. He's been. That's. Yep. I could just. You could feel it. You could feel it coursing through your ears, Vogue. listeners. <laughs>
0: Vogue. Um, I'm more doing the
1: robot now. <laughs> so is this is this Micah? How do you pronounce
0: that? I have no you want, clue. You want to go on that? You want? There. It? It's an English band, artist. Oh, okay. Um. So. It could be Micah or Mika, yeah singer-songwriter. It's all capitalized M-A-K-A.
1: M-I-K-A. M-I-K-A. I can't yeah. spell. It's okay, I know. Uh, but it, they had a song called Grace Kelly, which uses her name, obviously. Yeah, and she's in the lyrics, too. Yeah, and that was in 2007? Yep. Do you want to go through her earned honors?
0: Yeah. So she got a bunch of foreign honors. And in Monaco, um, she got the Grand Cross of the Order of St. Charles. In Austria, she was the recipient of the Red Cross Medal. The Egyptian royal family awarded her with the Dame Grand Cross of the Order of the Virtues Supreme Class. France uh, awarded her with the recipient of the Red Cross Medal. The Greek royal family awarded her with the Dame Grand Cross of the Royal Order of Beneficence. The Iranian imperial family reward, uh, awarded her with as a recipient of the Commemorative Medal of the 2500-year celebration of the Persian Empire.
1: <laughs> what did you do to earn that?
0: <laughs> I don't know i don't know of the persian empire <laughs> amazing amazing <laughs> uh also
1: this is i found I this really funny too the an in italy she was awarded the the grand officer of the
0: order of the star of italy yep grand, of the grand officer of the star of italy yep. beautiful the holy see awarded her with the holy See being the, the pope the vatican yeah like yep. the, no no the pope because he also has one from the vatican right so the dame of the order of the pope pius the ninth Nicaragua awarded her with Dame Grand Cross of the Order of Ruben Dario. The Vatican awarded her with Dame Grand Cross of the Order of the Holy Sepulchre. And the Sovereign Military Order of Malta awarded her with Dame Grand Cross of the Order of Merit Special Class. So you know what this told me? Hmm. No matter what crazy bullshit I come up with for fucking Dungeons and Dragons or whatever... Just
1: dip into this shit.
0: Fucking... There you real go. World's done it. Yep. And done it way crazier yep. and way more pretentious. Yep.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the... Recipient of the commemorative medal of the 25th year, twenty fifth year 2,500 year celebration of the Persian Empire. Numbers make me hard. Amazing. They they're hard for me numbers, but yeah, that's that's a uh, that's insane. Like you said, I'd love to go visit Monaco, but fuck I mean, that yeah, place, dude. It. Um, do you uh do you have a, a good town name? for I got us a ready? good
0: good town name. It's a good town name. I've got Mars, Pennsylvania. Mars, Pennsylvania. Yep. Do they make Mars bars there? It's dude. actually. Supposedly named for the Roman god of war. Oh, okay. Um, right. it's actually, a... have you ever had a Mars bar? Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. fun. I enjoy them. It's a borough in Butler County out by Pittsburgh. Okay, the population as of the 2010 census was 1,699. Teeny tiny, nice little 6'9 in there. 6'9, nice. Nice, that's how they say Mars, it. Do you think they perform sacrifices? There's a, there's a spaceship fucking sculpture there there. okay and i don't know if it's because they think a spaceship visited or what
1: i mean it could just be there
0: you know i don't know yeah i don't know so oh they changed the name from overbrook to mars oh and no one knows why i mean some some people say it was from the founder's wife who enjoyed astronomy well others believe it was shortened after samuel marshall's name interesting mars Hey, you know what? Uh, well, it's interesting. You,
1: you, you wouldn't you like imagine if it is a short name Marshall, you just ended at Mar, or just
0: Marshall? Like Marshall's not long. Yeah, it's not a long name either. The U. This is kind of neat though. The USS Mars, which is an AFS one, hmm. was named after it. That was a. It's a Navy ship. It's built in San Diego. Hmm. And it ran. It launched from. It was commissioned in '63 and decommissioned in '98. So it went for a good thirty-five years. Hmm. Interesting. Well, cool.
1: um, no, solid name. Uh, not, probably not a place I'd visit, but, you know, I'm not really into space stuff, but. I mean, cool. it's just a small little town little, I wouldn't little, probably little, would visit. It, yeah. Either. Yeah. But, um, I think that I about does it for this episode. So yeah. This, this, is, this is a long honker of an episode, guys. Is it? How
0: long have we been going?
1: Yeah, twenty. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but, no, we, we, we appreciate the time. Yeah. Uh, we, we love your support. Do you have a, do you have a lovely, uh. Names of our social medias.
0: Yeah, you can find us at Twitter at UncommonwealthP on Instagram at UncommonwealthPodcast on Facebook. The fan page is UncommonwealthPodcast. You can email us at UncommonwealthPodcast at gmail.com. You can wear white gloves and marry a prince and gamble (laughs) in Monaco and we'll know and we will find you and we will listen to your questions. Just...
1: Just, you know, what you should do as a favor to yourself. Just sit down, take a notebook, notepad out, and just start writing random titles you want to give to yourself. Yeah, do that. Because I'm sure whatever you write down won't be as nuts as, as the
0: shit that we just read off. Right I over. can't even. Like the 142 must be amazing, right? Yeah, like 142 titles. Yeah, that got? It must be amazing.
1: That's uh, like. I wonder if I don't. I wonder if we gave her anything. As just from the states. Maybe. Uh, uh, I think we would have the key to Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was, that was the Keystone to Pennsylvania, keystone sir. To Pennsylvania. She's a keystoner. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We we appreciate yep. it, and uh, we'll we'll come back to you next week with with more
0: good stuffs. We'll be back on that grind. <laughs> and this has been Anastas. This has been Bill. We've been the Uncommon Podcast. Bye. Bye.